Welcome to Terror Crumbs, a terror show by the community for the community. I'm Amani with Poppy and Eli. Before we get started, Terror Crumbs is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on this show is advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. We are joined by Breezy from the Mighty Well podcast, direct from an Uber driving through <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> you can't, it's a little dark in there. It's he'll be no, home don't, soon. don't tell him it's an Uber. Tell him tell him yo, I'm in a limousine, dog. <laughs> it's 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 this, this is how I this is how I'm doing my pods from now on. It's limousine and around Chicago. He says that it's an Uber X compact that is also has carpool people in it. I know, yeah, I heard like, the carpoolers. <laughs> so so thanks for joining us. I think most people in the terror community will be familiar with the Mighty Whale podcast. If you are not, go check it out. Breezy does a ton of great content, so we're really happy to have him on. Um, so Breezy, the way we normally start this off when, you know, car, no car, doesn't matter. Um, how'd you get into crypto? And then how'd you, how'd you find Terra? My, one of my homies, like I was just over at his crib one day and, you know, he got to talking to me about this one specific coin called casino coin. And at first he had to give me the crypto spiel, which was like, all right, cool. Like digital money, uh, the capabilities specifically of casino coin, which is that, but with that specific crypto currency they were uh they were going to change up the game a little bit and have it so that basically you can have this wallet you you can have this wallet um that's loaded up with all the crypto with all the casino coin that you want so that you can uh transact inside of the casino so as opposed to you know all these exchanges of uh of money or chips or whatever they, whatever monetary system that they're using uh, you're walking up to the machine and you're tapping it like you would use Google Pay or Android Pay. And so that was kind of my first introduction into cryptocurrency was being like, OK, let me go ahead and invest in this. And it's it's funny because it's not the typical way that you would kind of go about uh, this kind of thing. Um, you know, most people, they kind of start off with Coinbase and Bitcoin, maybe a little Ethereum, you know, play around with that a little bit. But for me, my journey started off extremely rough, like mad rough, uh, <laughs> because the coin that I chose to invest in, um, and I didn't really have an understanding of cryptocurrency really at all, to even know that there's all these other ones and there are smaller exchanges and all these other small exchanges, big exchanges, et cetera, et cetera. So my, my, that coin that I was trying to invest in was only on a really, really small exchange. It was on Stex. I don't know if anyone's heard of Stex. Oh, yeah. Probably I've used not. that shitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sucks, dude. It's trash. I was, can I curse? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can. It's completely fine. I can't? Okay. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a savage. I'm a, I have a little bit of a sailor's mouth. So, like, you know, most people who start off, they, you know, download Coinbase for the most part. And, and you know, Coinbase is, uh, you know, UI is pretty straightforward but me i started off with having to download coinbase download stacks and then really trying to having to figure out how to get my money from coinbase to stacks which for a first-time crypto user 
just is an extremely daunting task. Uh, I've 100 so I wound up there. having to like search a bunch of articles and like literally there's like a 20 step article or some shit. Uh, and, it, and it took me like hours and hours and I lost a bunch of money and I didn't understand the importance of uh, uh, secret faith phases. And like, I, I wrote like I, I downloaded like Coinbase wallet and just like wrote it down on a piece of paper and just like put the piece of paper. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if anyone finds that piece of paper, you know, there's about like, you know, a thousand bucks of Bitcoin in there. <laughs> but so i can't even find what is this what is this exchange it's called stacks no stacks s-t-e-x it used to be called stocks.exchange it was, it's so horrible oh, it, it, it's really bad it like, was the like UI the... is probably the worst ui i've ever seen in my life because it's not is everything i don't know like you go on it dude and it's just imagine just like a jumble of numbers just like punching you in the face you're just like what are all these numbers l blah 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 like you know if you're a first time user you don't understand i didn't even understand charts you know like i'm literally the first time in any sort of financial system whatsoever so, I so think like i'm looking important. at all these charts and bars what you say poppy so, so i think what's more important about stacks is the the coins it supported were like supported nowhere else and they were extremely low volume and there was like nobody playing in those markets so if you bought a coin chances are you might not be able to find a seller immediately uh started trying to trade right and so like i'm looking at the price go up but because there's no buyers no one's trying to buy at the price so like what Stacks does, and you don't, and I didn't know this as it was happening, but they kind of like automatically set it at a lower price so that people will actually like buy it. <laughs> and so literally like, imagine if I think it was worth like 0.003 or something when I got in and I'm looking at it, it's like, oh, it's at 0.009. Oh my God, I have 3X my money. And so like cash it out now. So like I cash it out and I'm looking at my balance and I'm like, I feel like my balance isn't going up. Like, I feel like it's going down. <laughs> but I feel like I should be three at. And yeah, like, then I start realizing, like, oh, they're changing the price when I'm hitting the sell button to a price, to a different price. And I'm selling it below what I got. My It's a horrible exchange. And I lost a lot of money. <laughs> oh, man. Because yeah, I didn't and- just do one trade like that. I did, like, a bunch of trades. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm coming up, man. Like, you know, I'm three X and I'm going crazy. And then like, no, like you're you're losing hundreds of dollars with every single trade that you've so done. What's actually happening there? So when you're selling on Stacks, you're selling it at like a market you're doing a market sell. And mm-hmm. the price you're seeing is like, you know, a limit order, but there's like no there's no depth to that price. So mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you think like the price is higher, but then as soon as you sell one unit of whatever coin, that 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 price is gone, and then you're you're stuck with like you know much lower than what you, you you thought it would be. Yeah. Yes. So yes. when was that? And, so when was when was Casino Coin? Was that like 2017 ICO stuff, or was it more recently? This was. Mm, this was. What year are we in? 2022. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, just... Maybe this was 2020. I'm thinking maybe 2020, 2019. Okay. Because so. I know I held on to it for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 2020 probably. 
because I held on to that for about a year. Um, wasn't even really like kind of like I wasn't big on crypto yet. I was just like in my mind, I was big on crypto. Like I'm a crypto investor. I have <laughs> a few hundred in casino coin, but I was kind of just uh, at the tip of the iceberg, right? Like, yeah. Whenever like I tell my homies about crypto and they're like, okay, cool. Like I'll grab me a Coinbase account. I'll let them know immediately. Like that's fantastic. And I'm happy that you're getting into it. But just to let you know, that is like just the rim of the butthole. And <laughs> you had, and you can what? What were you gonna say? You could deep go deeper inside, or what? Yes, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> you can go deeper in, man. This is a, it's a whole different world inside the butthole. This is my both my second and last week working for Terraform Labs. Thank you, Breezy. Uh, Breezy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's all right, Amani. Eli's mom watches this show. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> all right, so um, all right, so so that was your intro, and basically, like all of that horrible process you described um, for getting casino coin uh, directly translates to the process of a U.S. citizen trying to find Luna as well. At least six months ago. Yeah. So so you've done that. Like like I was saying, like that that. In, incredibly painful process of even trying to get casino coin is not that much different than what it was like to try to get Luna six months ago. So how'd you, how'd you find, how'd you find Tara? How'd you find Luna? So, 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 so through all of my, so through losing all of my money from that, uh, I started basically what happened is I got super interested in Ethereum specifically. Like I thought I was like, like once I started like learning on it on my own, I was like, oh, like I kind of get this. This is this is kind of similar to like the crypto version of like Apple. I mean, like a like a Microsoft Windows or something like that. This is like that. This is kind of like going on that wave. And so I was, oh, this is like a software development platform, but a crypto. Like that's super cool. And so I put I put some bucks in it in December. Uh, and then in January, you know, the run Ethereum went on, you know, I literally just got super lucky Went on like Ethereum went on a crowd. I had like some, like some money, money in there and the cool. So the cool thing about having some like that lucky sort of success in crypto is the fact that once you kind of have a little bit of success, you start being like, okay, like, let me look at this a little bit more like when you see your money double triple in like a month you're like okay hold on i need to start like looking into this like a lot more and so i started really like kind of checking out like more different different cryptocurrencies that i can invest in um so basically i wanted to get a kucoin account uh i actually i bought a bunch of them but so I, I, I like bought mana uh, I was big. I was really big into like dots ecosystem too. So I bought uh, was it Fala uh, and it's like some other things. And eventually, like since I'm combing combing the streets of YouTube so much, uh, I ran across this uh, this Coin Bureau video, and he starts talking about Luna, and I was like, Yo, this sounds very confusing 
I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but <laughs> but he sounds so enthusiastic about it. And I was like, and he was talking about staking. It was the first time I heard about staking. I was like, oh, I can like put up crypto and like just earn more of it, like of that asset. Like that was mind blowing to me. Um, and so I was like, oh shit, like let me just invest in this. I'll stake it up. It, there was like a KuCoin staking program for like two months or something like that. I forgot what the APR was, but I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna put my money in here. And I and and so really didn't even like know like a lot about Luna. Like I'm I'm FOMOing, not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> and Luna like doubles, you know the run Luna went on. And so we all know that that wow that historic Luna run at the end, at the beginning of the year. So I'm like riding this crazy one, like, cause I only invested like a few, you know, I got thousands. I was like, whoa. So then that's why I was like, let me look into this, like really, really look into this because this could be like, like something. And then that's when I started learning. Oh, I'm like, that's when like I started watching videos on it. Um, I found terabytes. So, and which was kind of crazy because I literally went on Spotify and like, Google Terra, not Google, but Spotify search Terra, and you can part, just part. Uh, <laughs> uh, and just kind of like Spotify research Terra. Nice. Do we lose them? And like it, it was such a low key coin at the time. So, and hey, hey, I we lost you there for a second. About it, really. Oh, can you see me? Sorry, yeah, we, we, we lost you there for I forget kind yeah, of. Yeah, we started. lost you at uh you, you were searching for Terra on Spotify. Yes, yeah. So I searched for Terra on Spotify just because I was like trying to learn more about it. Then I stumbled across Terabytes. And that's when I that's that's when because remember when you're when you just start your investing journey, rim of the butthole. Like I'm just investing. Like don't really know too much. But like when I found terabytes, that's when I really got to go deep. Um and you know they start talking about uh, mirror protocol and anchor protocol, and everyone's speculating on at the time. Everyone's speculating on what well what could this interest rate be? Um, and for me, I was like, well, shit, like what could the interest rate be like? Because if it's if it's ten percent, then that's twenty five like twenty five two hundred and fifty times whichever whatever math that is. <laughs> The national average national uh, savings account average APR is like 0.04%. And so I was like, man, if they do like even 10%, like that is insane. Um, and so like then Anchor came out and next, you know, you see this 20% yield start happening. And I was like, yo, like this like ecosystem is like really crazy. Then I started because this is like, like my journey journey. Like I know nothing. Like I'm just like a fledgling. <laughs> Like I journeyed by myself. Like I didn't really have to meet. I didn't have anybody onboarding me. I was just like, "Oh, this is cool over here. This is cool. This is cool." Eventually, like after Anchor was released, and uh, I was able to kind of see, like, okay, like Luna's a reserve asset. People are going to be putting dollars into this that make it so that, um, well, UST into this that's going to make it so that this Luna thing burns, thus making the supply decrease. My econ 101 mind started churning, and I was like, Bing! okay, now we get it. And so 
that's when I kind of really started investing in Luna, learning about the ecosystem. Uh, and then and then eventually I was just like, after kind of asking questions on Twitter and, and people actually responding to me, like, whereas let's say I might ask a question on like another blockchain, like nobody would respond to me. If I put like, at blah, 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 like, I, what do I need to do to do this? No one responds. But then like, I would start, you know, hashtagging Luna, asking questions about it. And, you know, my inbox is flooded with responses. Um, and, and, and because the lunatics were just so like welcoming, I started being like, oh, well, I really like this community. I've never been a part of like a community before, really. I'm really kind of more of like a lone wolf kind of guy. And so I was, and I literally asked myself, I was like, am I really like gonna like nerd out and like be like a part of this, like a part of the community, like, like really go hard for this. And like when in my mind, when the answer was a true yes, that's when I was like, okay, now we have something here. At the time, Angel Protocol was like getting talked about. And I was like, all right, let's start this podcast thing. That's kind of how Mighty Well started. I know I'm rambling now at this point. Let's ask me another question. So I stopped rambling. Yeah, no, that's good though. That that's a good uh that's a good transition. And I think, you know, terabytes, so many people have come through and tried to learn about Terra and there was so little out there. And then terabytes was how we all kind of got up to speed. It was how I got up to speed as well. It's how we ended up with this show. So yeah, it's amazing. They they probably don't get enough credit for what they've done to grow the ecosystem. So yeah, you've been doing yeah. your show now for six months. It's great. Everyone should check it out. We'll we'll link to it. Um We'll link to it down below. And I've, I love that you also did kind of like the typical crypto move, which is like ape first, ask questions later. Like, I'm just going to dump some money in this fucking thing to make sure I don't miss out. And then, yep. you know, the shit that goes down, you just sell it. The shit that goes up, you're like, oh, I should learn about this. So, <laughs> dude, because I could have got in at 25 cent, dude. Like, I watched yeah. it pump to 88. I was like, yo, this thing's going nuts. Yeah, FOMO. The FOMO <laughs> set in. I would just see Luna on the top on the KuCoin homepage like every single day, pump 45%, 50%, 100%. Like, dude, like these are 24-hour moves. Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah. So you decide to kind of put out your own show. Like, what was the like the thought process behind that? Um, so eventually I for, at first I was really just doing Inquan We Trust on Twitter and really just doing, uh, it was called Luna News at the time, where I would basically put out tweets that would just say, Luna News, blah, 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 happened. Because I kind of found like a good way of getting information. I had basically, and this for a little alpha for anybody, it's not really alpha, alpha. I mean, I'm sure y'all are doing this. Like, I Twitter notifications, I Twitter would notify every single app that would ever say anything. So, TFL's Twitter notified, Doquan, Terabytes, uh, Midas. Shout out Midas, those mega threads. Uh, he got, I put him on notifications. Uh, I'm going to just start name dropping people. Uh, Peter the Terran. Um, yeah, all like the typical Terran, Terra influencers. I started like just, you know, putting my notifications on. And because of that, I was getting a lot of information. And I would be kind of talking about these things on Twitter. And like after like, you know, the 50th person that was like, are you like an influencer? Are you like an insider or something? And I was like, nah, dude, I'm just a dude on Twitter. And uh, <laughs> eventually I started realizing, oh, I got like a little bit of information. Because at first I wasn't really like confident about 
um, I wasn't really confident about the way, like I was kind of like my investments at all. I wasn't, you know, like when you first start off in this thing, you don't think that you know anything. I didn't think I knew anything. But then like, as I'm talking to my friends more and I'm talking to people around me, I'm like, oh, I might know a little bit. And so the reason my, and so it's kind of crazy. My, the reason, the way my podcast is started out of a lack of confidence in the information that I had. Cause I was like, I want to do something. I want to do something, but I don't feel like I have a lot of information to give. So I was like, maybe I'll just have, so, so it all started out of a lack of confidence. I was like, let me bring other people on who actually know things. And so, uh, I reached out to uh, Kevin Russell was my first uh, my first podcast episode. So, all right, we're back. We, we're going to jump into topics now. We had a bunch of things we wanted to cover. This is one I actually – I don't even think I know what this is, right? Woman versus apes. Brevi, is this one of your NFT projects you're interested in? So I am mad interested in women versus apes. So, And I keep putting on for them. All right, so let me – I got to tell you all a story about women versus apes. So – Real quick, quick overview of Women versus Apes. It is a, um, it's an NFT that basically, when they did the whole minting situation, it was kind of, it was a like a gamified. Oh, that's cool. You got it up on the screen too. That's what, yeah. They, their artwork is fire. So their artwork is fire. But beyond that, they do did gamified. They do gamified NFTs. So uh, originally, when they first launched. You had two factions. You have the women and the apes. And essentially, that kind of storyline is it's this post-apocalyptic world where apes became sentient and, like, killed off um, all of the men humans, but haven't killed off the women. And uh, so when they did the launch, what they were doing is, you know, you get to choose a faction, women versus apes. But they did, like, three separate launches. They did... um, community launch, public launch, and a uh, private whitelist launch, you know, a typical way most of them do it. Each one of these launches essentially, like let's say if there's, let's say if you can mint 200 in each of these launches, you then they would be like basically, they would shut down the launch and depending on how many women were minted versus apes, that would be the winner of like a war. And so if more women were minted than apes, then women won that war and they're going to create a comic book around that win. I originally got in just because I thought that was a really cool idea. Because I don't know if I don't know if you guys ever read like Goosebumps or anything like that. Kind of growing up, where they had those, they had basically like a choose your own adventure type of book. Uh, yeah, kind of situation. I, yeah, I wrote I read those growing up for sure. Mine were like I'm so old. It was Indiana Jones, but yeah, same idea. Exact. So all right, cool. So you know the whole. So basically, as soon as I learned about women versus apes, it kind of like transported me back to my childhood a little bit and i was like you know what i'm gonna i was i'm gonna invest in this uh just off the pure like choose your own adventure kind of situation like if they're gonna keep doing things like this where there's different wars and based off of what the factions do they're gonna make a story around that i just thought that was really really dope uh the issue that i have with women versus apes i will um, i don't want to just talk them up like they're you know like they've been really killing it because it kind of haven't been. Um, <laughs> so during the launch, there was a situation where there was like a huge mix up where uh, people kind of got like super screwed up, screwed over. And they had to like refund a bunch of money to everyone. And everyone was really pissed about how the launch went. So the whole community was super pissed. In my opinion, 
of course, obviously, like due to like what happened, um, they had the right to be pissed. I forgot exactly what was happening. Um, but everyone had the right to be pissed. But when the team started like trying to basically make up for like what happened at launch, because you know, like launches aren't gonna go smoothly. Like it was literally the beginning of the NFT like wave on Luna. Like they like wanna I think they might have been like the third NFT on Luna or something like that. Very like, yeah, very few of them have gotten gone without a hitch. Like almost every single one. Right. Ex- so it's not just it's not just women versus apes that had problems. Yeah, yeah. Like I had problems with like Galactic Punks and like I had like I had that situation go where it would say you minted and then it gave you just like a blank, like nothing. Right. <laughs> um and it's actually funny, I still have the nothing in my random earth. <laughs> so <laughs> it's natural just literally just a blank just just nothing you can't click it it's just you scroll through your nfts and actually you know it's just this blank space <laughs> and like oh that's my galactic punk <laughs> um but so like when they started trying to correct their error like and you know refund people and stuff like that uh the a large amount of the community continued to fud the project saying like the developers weren't doing anything or they're not doing enough and like nothing the developers could do like they refunded three hundred thousand dollars uh like like they refunded three hundred thousand dollars to everybody and like i think that's huge um not only that uh throughout the entire time they were definitely like announcing like hey like we're working on this like they were kind of they were being pretty vocal in my opinion like they're I, I for the most part saw an announcement every day but you would go into the chat and people would be like they're not they're not saying anything they're not talking um because you know in the crypto world uh, a lot of people are used to you know the owners and developers you know hanging out in the discord chat and and chatting it up but they're not that sort of team they're more so just developing they're just like we're gonna develop this and then we'll give you sneak peeks every once in a while but after that terrible launch experience, everyone like just kind of felt like it wasn't enough uh, for them to just be kind of developing in the background. And I get that too because they're developing the uh, like the comic book and they're developing extra NFTs to airdrop to everybody, which they have. They airdropped weapons to everyone, which they haven't even announced what the weapons do or if they're going to do anything. Um, but I think it's just an issue of like communication on their end that uh, I would definitely find an issue with in the project. But I do like the project overall. I think the artwork is super dope. And I think what they're doing as far as with the choose your own adventure comic book, uh, people who own the NFTs, you own like the comic book. You only can get the comic book if you own the NFT kind of situation. I think that's uh, super dope, especially if they're going to continue to do a series, which again, no communication from the team. Imagine if I'm like jumping in their DMs like all the time. Hey, come on the pod, come talk. Nothing. Still oh, nothing. Hey, just wanted to reach out and give you some love because I'm seeing that you're getting flooded like crazy. Just want to let you know, like you got a supporter in me. No response. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's they're, they're, sorry. There comes a time where you kind of just have to be the villain and like bring on like an anti-woman versus apes uh, person. Like, you know what? You rejected me. Now I am rejecting you. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude that's that's kind of like i'm getting there to that point because at first i was like all right you know whatever it's a lack of communication everyone's calling rug of course they're just constantly saying rug but it's it's one of those things where people keep saying rug but it's clear that the developers are developing 
They're just not communicating. Um, so, like, I don't know, like, I'm kind of getting to a point where I'm kind of annoyed, too, because I'm like, man, I'm hopping in y'all DMs. I'm really putting on for y'all. Like, I feature them on the Mighty Whale pod all the time. Like, if you watch the pod, that artwork of the ape that has, like, Twitter, Mighty Whale pod, at Mighty Whale pod, that's their artwork. Like, like I, I put on for them as much as, you know, I possibly can. And it sucks when you kind of reach out and, like, there's just, like, no love there or when uh, community members reach out and say, hey, you guys aren't communicating enough or you guys need to have Discord mods. Because there's literally people that go on the Discord and just say, fuck this team. And it just rides. Like, <laughs> like it's just mm-hmm. constant negativity in the Discord to a point where you can't even, like, go into the general chat. So, and so, so Brevi, for, mm-hmm. for, for a bit more perspective here, especially with the Women vs. Ape project, mm-hmm. um, which is a generative art NFT project, meaning mm-hmm. the art is generated using software. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the barrier to entry in, into such an, uh, a project is actually really low. There's, there's actually a GitHub repository where mm-hmm. you can just input a bunch of traits for an NFT, and it will just output a bunch of NFTs. And then mm-hmm. it'll also gauge rarity and all that. So, so keep that in mind. I mean, you do need yeah. some base art, but it, it, it's not a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and, and also keep in mind that they, they sold, what was it, like 10,000 NFTs? Yeah, it sold out like immediately. It sold out like 40 minutes or something. Like it was... Well, no, I, I actually think this one went on for a little while. Um, there might have been different like sales, but I, I recall like this was like on sale for like a couple of days. Okay. Um, but I, I think it was around 10,000 10, NFTs and what was it, like $300 a pop or something like that? Yeah, some something around there. So I mean let's 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 do some quick math here. Um I'm gonna let you do that math. I think it's a, <laughs> I think I think it's three million. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. So uh yeah, three three hundred times ten thousand. I believe that is three million. Yeah, that's that is three million dollars. So considering that they, they made three million dollars mm-hmm. with very little e- entry effort. Mm-hmm. And their output over the past three months has been almost Lackluster. nothing. Um, I, I could say that th- there's some fair criticism there. But I, I mm-hmm. think like this criticism is shared among a lot of NFT projects that promise a lot, raise a mm-hmm. shit ton of money, and deliver nothing. Because yeah. it's such an easy grift. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's that's kind of like the bear case on NFTs. <laughs> yeah and like i'm seeing it now like that i've invested in them because like they have just dumped and it's and like it's kind of getting to a point where like i don't know if it's ever gonna go up in price at all so like now like for me i'm just like cool i just paid a bunch of money for a comic book basically at this point <laughs> <laughs> um but like it's not I a good sign really, right like, like recommend them to anybody well, I mean, like conceptually, it sounded like they had a good idea, but yeah, it, I mean, there are like two versions of, or th- there are two ways to follow through on it. Number one is to continue developing, but number mm-hmm. two is you also have to continue to market it, right? Yeah. And so, like, you look at, there's nothing specifically, um, you know, wh- what's the most successful NFT project in the world right now? It's probably Board Ape Yacht Club on mm-hmm. Ethereum, right? And there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing about their development roadmap that um anyone else couldn't do it's just it's all marketing so it feels like this team this team had an idea and executed on the original idea but couldn't couldn't pull through on the community building aspect of it and all these 
yeah, all these NFTs are really are community signaling devices, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, so women versus apes, if you guys want to step up and defend yourselves, please do. I was just trying to look. I mean, they are still posting on Twitter. They're apparently like giving away. If you own a women versus ape NFT, you can claim a portion of your royalties. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, they so started like, doing that like a month ago or so. But the thing is, is there's no volume. So <laughs> it's because they're not. Yeah, because they're not engaged. Is that yeah, yeah? You're not engaging. So like, and like another big problem is, like I've seen projects where they're not very communicative, but they can they still kind of listen to their community. Like they're not listening at all. Like I had like I I saw them post something uh, on Twitter, and somebody commented like, "Hey, like you guys." really need a discord mod and i think like it would be you know a lot better if you had a discord mob a lot so honestly, talk, I, I, up, I, yeah. think, I think there's something we can actually speculate on here is as to how mm -hmm. the nfts fit into the overall platform because i don't i don't know that's really clear and that's kind of left to interpretation there also isn't a lavana token so I, mm -hmm. i'm thinking that these nfts are going to have something to do with the actual protocol and, and value capture and all that but so let's, let's if I'm not it. mistaken, if you own the NFT, there are benefits on to the platform. Um, I, I don't remember whether it was like less fees or like something like that, but I know that there's like a specific benefit for for holding on to the dragons for sure. Yeah, I think it has to do like this is like a a securities thing. Mm -hmm. They can't say what it is. Yeah, but. But I think the dragons are entrance into the DAO to get started mm. or something. Like there's some kind of your dragons are the key to the community, quote yeah. unquote, that is going to that they are going to decentralize the protocol to. Mm -hmm. Um and they're doing all kinds of creative stuff. I actually met uh, Mimi, the lady who runs the the NFT program when we were in Miami for Decentral, and she's great. Um, great background of like launching products in Web2 mm -hmm. world. Um, but I still don't fully understand it though, right? Like I had an egg. I think I had an egg. No, I had an asteroid and I cracked my asteroid and it was uh -huh. common. It was common dust. Mm. So like, what? Do you, so what are you supposed to do? Like, what's the next move there? I think the dust does have like some sort of function. Um, I don't know what the dust is going like. I don't think. Oh, I, I I can speak to this. I, I can oh, you can. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically, in order to nest an egg, you need to have dust that has matching attributes to the egg. So, your dust is probably worthless to you unless you can find an egg that has matching attributes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, that that's right. So you combine your dust with your egg, you hatch it, and you get a dragon, right? Yeah. You get a little uh, baby nest dragon. it and then hatch it. But there's going to be stages for the dragons, too. Like, there's going to be, I think there's going to be like baby dragons because the whole thing is to become a dragon rider. So I think eventually it's going to be like a person on top of the dragon, like riding it. God damn it. I got married, so I didn't have to deal with this kind of shit in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did I, it's, did I make it's a mad complicated, dude, but I, I like, <laughs> The reason I'm mad bullish on it is because, like, of how complicated it is. Like, how, like, much thought that they've, like, put into, like, just even 
even deciding to uh, bootstrap your liquidity in a in that meteor shower way, I thought that was super super duper dope. I didn't like participate in it, unfortunately, but I I definitely thought it was dope that you could put up your money, get this get these meteor NFTs, and then possibly get a chance to get like a common to rare egg, or or dust um, from yeah. it. Like that that was a, that's an interesting way to like you know bootstrap your liquidity, but no. It's definitely a good idea. And, and like, I think it'll be, and it wasn't just like, they could have, they could have done this, you know, sell a bunch of NFTs just to make money and then mm-hmm. take the money and fund the protocol, but they actually turned it into something. Right. Yeah. They're like, turning they, into like an RPG damn near at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at some point there's going to be, but at some point I would actually love to see the actual leverage. Any, I would actually love to see the, the actual, um, the leverage protocol. Part, the leverage yeah, part. the protocol part where you can buy two x, <laughs> like because imagine. I mean, I mean, like no one talks about that because of the NFT project. But how cool would it be to just, you know, Luna takes. We know what happens. Luna goes down twenty percent, and it almost inevitably rebounds. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be to be able to just go in and buy a Luna two x token? Yes, or a Luna three x or ten x or whatever it is, right? In a decentralized way. Um, so I'm really looking forward or whatever protocol it is, right? Like another one is, I mean, there are so many of these protocols that are, and Poppy, you know this better than me, in the Terra ecosystem that are kind of range bound. And if you did nothing but buy the bottom and sell the top for the last year and a half on Anchor, you made a decent amount of money. So, you know, the ability to do that throughout the Terra ecosystem would be fun as well. I'm looking forward to that. I believe based on interviews I've heard is that the delay on Levana is they need, I think a lot of these Delphi labs projects are all dependent on one another. So you have Astroport has to go out first. Leverage, like leverage is so important that like for him to have the ability, like, and I think a lot of people focus on like the Luna aspect of things, which is fantastic. Like I would like, like you said, Luna goes down 20%. It almost always just rebounds. And if you can just ride that to, the infinite price that Luna's going to go to, then like you're in some crazy money. I've been doing it with uh cool coin leverage tokens for the last like month and a half. And it's been crazy. <laughs> really? Uh, so do they, they have leverage? Do they have specific tokens or do you, man, I tried to do leverage on KuCoin and it was mm-hmm. so complicated. Like, no, dude, like UI and everything. Just coins. Yeah, they're just like 3X coins. Like, yeah, you, you buy the Luna well. 3L or buy Luna 3S, but so, never buy Luna 3S. Poppy. Luna short Luna. Yeah, I'm actually, never short Luna. That would be psychopathic. Poppy, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to need you to explain to me what you guys are talking about. Like the, the fundamentals of like what is like buying a 2X or 3X token. Okay, so so mm. 2X and 3X tokens or whatever X tokens are capital efficient ways to get leverage price exposure to an asset. Um, so the way Lavana is going to work is, you know, when you deposit collateral, it's going to leverage or create a leverage position on Mars. Uh, the way KuCoin works is they just they just say that they have the money that you know backs the leverage token. And you just hope that they're telling the truth. <laughs> exactly. You just hope. And. Uh... <laughs> Right now, my hopes in. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're great ways because I think the, like the main like pro of it is the fact that you have this leverage ability, but you can't get liquidated in uh the in KuCoin 
I don't know about I think Levana you can't get liquidated either if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. It's the same concept, right? It's like yeah. a 2x token just like on KuCoin yeah. or FTX or yeah. I mean you can run out of money. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? You can like run it, out of it, money for sure. But I think the dope I think not like cuz I love being able to put my money in like the Luna 3x token and being like dude I can just ride this. Like I don't have to worry about I can I cannot worry about it the same way that I cannot worry about you know, any normal investment. And so, like, if I can not worry about getting liquidated and 3x as it's going up, like, that's, that's, that's an insane amount of wealth creation. No, no financial advice, I'm not recommending anybody do it. Cause I mean, obviously it is risky, risky. Cause let's say bear market happens tomorrow. Like, you know, my shit's going to look real, real, real ugly. It's going to be grim. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's like a nice way. So if you are going to use leverage, it's a nice, easy way to limit your downside, right? Like, mm. you know that the most you can lose, it's almost like a call option. Mm. The most you can lose is the amount that you spent buying yeah. these 3X tokens, right? And so you can say, I'm going to take a lottery ticket. Five, I'm going to put $500 on a 3X token. And mm. Eli, what that means is, you know, if Luna, if you put $500 on a 3X token and Luna goes up $100, your $500 goes up three times that, right? It goes up $300. If Luna goes down $100, you start losing money pretty quick, right? You yeah. lose 300 on it and your money can disappear pretty quickly. So, mm -hmm. okay. I never, like for 99% of people out there and, and probably honestly for 100% of people out there, you probably shouldn't use leverage on crypto because it's already, <laughs> the, the market is already fucking wild. So like, if you're investing, you're not using leverage. If you're throwing yeah. leverage on crypto, like you're gambling at that point, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and you just have to know that. Um, you know, like, and which is know, still I fun. I like to DJ. gamble. You you started out at Casino Coin, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started out with Casino. I started out trading yeah, yeah. Casino Coin on Stacks and losing every trade. <laughs> <laughs> no wins. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Hey, thanks for watching Terracrumbs. Uh, Gus from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Really sorry that we couldn't uh, hit that tweet you sent me. Uh, if you're watching, we're really sorry. If you're not watching, we're not. Um, thanks. Have a good night. We love you.